0: Hey, what's Golden Universe? You already know what it is. It's been a crazy, crazy weekend. Super, car, super Wild Card Weekend is officially over with. We'll talk about the divisional round games, of course. Of course, you know we're going to have to talk about the Cowboys. Uh, Rams, Kyle Murray looks sad. Uh, Bills and Chiefs is coming up. A lot to get to, a lot to get to. Plus, we're going to talk about a little bit about the NBA get his to get Gilly's takes on that so chill out glad you're with us slightly unbothered podcast all right what's golden universe we're here division around playoffs is here the weekend can't get here any faster you already know who it is, it's your boy Reggie Reggie. You know that's Gilly the analyst over there. How you doing, man?
1: Yo, I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good, doing good. How you doing?
0: I can't complain. You know I'm feeling, you know I'm on one. You know my boys, my boys came through. I Look, before we jump into that, because I'll talk about that last. Look, my heart rate was going. I was, I was up and down. If I had my Apple Watch on, I'm telling you, my heart rate would have told me to sit down, <laughs> relax, <laughs> calm down. Mm-hmm. But um, let's get into the AFC um bills chiefs uh and bengals titans. titans bengals titans uh what you get i mean we'll go we'll start with we'll start with the titans instead the number one seat they're healthy they got derrick henry derrick henry is supposed to be back mm-hmm. um they play what saturday yeah they play saturday they're the fourth. the uh early game saturday so, um, like I said, eight, Brown is healthy. Uh, what's my, my wide receiver? Uh, Julio Jones is healthy. Like I said, Derrick Henry is healthy. Do you think the Bengals have enough on defense to stop the Stop the Titans because we know what we know what the um we know the Bengals offense can put up put up numbers. It's just can they slow down Derrick Henry? That's the thing.
1: Well, I'm not too thrilled about their offense. <laughs> if it wasn't for some phantom whistle whistle they blew during the game that night, they wouldn't have won that game. They, they, you can't for sure they win and won that game against the Raiders because right. the whistle blew most of most of most of everybody stopped the receiver caught the ball and they still counted the touchdown which they weren't really supposed to count the touchdown but I think they or there I do think they're a very young talented team right With our Burrow and everybody else they have on that team they're a very young talented team And because they're so young and so they're they're so talented, they're unpredictable. So you never really know how they're going to show up. Right. Pretty much everybody on that team has no playoff experience. All the experience is on the Titans side, Mm -hmm. which is probably more like why I'm going with the Titans. Right. Because if they don't, the Titans don't win this game, the time will be that they just can't get it done in the playoffs. And the last couple of years coming in, they've been the hot team coming in, on a roll and hasn't really accomplished what they need. Similar to Green Bay in the playoffs, Fast. they haven't really accomplished what they need to accomplish once they get in the uh, playoffs. So I'm rolling with the Titans on this one, but in a close game though. Okay. Um,
0: I agree with everything you said. Um, I don't think. Well, besides the whole the 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 ref blowing the whistle with the Titans. Um, or not Titans with the. Uh, the Bengals game, I don't think. I don't think the Raiders hadn't. I don't. I just don't think the Raiders still would have won that game. I don't know. The Raiders feel like they kind of they limped into the playoffs. It didn't like they backed into the playoffs. Like they limped into the playoffs. They shouldn't have won the game against the uh, the Chargers. To be in all honesty, but if the Titans don't win this game, I will put them in the category with the cowboys and the fact of you have all this hype you have the team and the talent but can't get it done just like last year was it last year that they played yeah it was last year right when they played the chiefs in the afc championship game and they were winning that game and then they just debacled and then just and if did they did they did they not have home field advantage? Was that last I year? Think. The year before last. Which year? I can't remember what. I think year. that was the it was year before last. The year before last, when they had when they were beating the Chiefs, and they they had they had them on the ropes, and then I don't know Patrick Mahomes went nuts, and they came back and won. So I got the Titans winning. If I, the only thing I don't know is is Derrick Henry a hundred percent. I'm, well, we know he's not 100%, but is he going to be able to do what he's done in the past for them? That's my only concern. But other than that, I don't think the Bengals – I don't think the Bengals got enough on defense. I think they can put up the points with them. I just don't think they can defensive-wise. And all they got to do is just keep giving the ball to Henry and keep the Bengals' D on the field and Joe Burrow off the field.
1: Mm-hmm. So. Well, Joe Barrow, he Joe Barrow, he's changing the mindset in Bingo in Bengal Land. Uh, after the game, he was like, "This is this is our normal now. This is going to be our normal." Yeah, we haven't won in this amount of years. I think it was like thirty years they haven't won or something like that. Yeah. And it was asking like, "Why aren't you so no more so like Why aren't you excited?" Said, well, this is going to be our new normal. Things are changing around. Right? This is going to be if he if he and the rest of the players. Keep the attitude. They're going to go far. Maybe not this year, but definitely upcoming. They're going to go far in the league. So,
0: yeah, I, I agree. I agree with that. I agree with that. My boy. um Shout out to my battle buddy, Homer, who's a big Bengals fan. He's hyped. You know, this I think that was their first playoff win since the since 1990 or 91. One of the two. So shout out to him. Sad that a- A.J. Green was playing with the Bengals. And never won a playoff game, and then goes to Arizona thinking he's going to win a playoff game, and still don't win a playoff game. So that's that. That's kind of ironic. That's kind of funny to me. Uh, Shout out to Holman. I know he's hyped with his his Bengals making it to the playoffs or making it to the divisional round. Bills, Chief, rematch of the AFC Championship last year. Um, it's in Kansas City. Who are, you, who are you leaning towards? Where are you, where are you going with this one?
1: One, against what I said earlier, uh, for the matchup, I'm actually going to pick the Bills on this one. Mm-hmm. The Bills pro- have proven, one, that they can beat the Chiefs because they beat them early this year. Two, they right. feel that Josh Allen can be their leading rusher, and they just, that that's a winning thing for them. Mm-hmm. So I just proved that. Uh, the Chiefs, although they're hot right now, I'm gonna go with the Bills just because they have they've already beaten them here and they they know how to beat them. Yeah, it was a different Chiefs team then. Right. But I still think that the Bills have enough confidence to beat them. And I think that's where it really comes down to beating the Chiefs, is no matter how many little trick plays or flick uh behind the back passes or arco throws it, my home throws no matter how Many yards that Tariq Hill breaks, or how many times Travis, Kelsey goes downfield. If you can stay consistent with them, they're a beatable team, yeah. And I think, I think a lot of people start making mistakes when they see Mahomes roll out, and that's when Hill and everybody else gets open outfield. They can stop that, mm-hmm. they have a legitimate chance of beating the Chiefs because they've already done it, so. yeah. Well. <sighs>
0: I don't – almost, it's almost like uh, Patrick Mahomes is almost in that uh, that Tom Brady realm where it's like you can't you, – you shouldn't go against him for what he's done in the last three years. Um, but I don't know. Something about the what the Bills did against the Patriots. Yeah, I know it was the Patriots. They had a rookie quarterback. The Bills were hungry smacked them around whatever. But there's just I don't know, something there's something different about the Bills this year. Um I don't know if it's cuz Josh Allen is is playing a little different. I think Josh Allen, if Josh Allen runs runs when he needs to run and passes when he needs to pass instead of trying to run all the time, I think the Bill I I, I agree with you. I think the Bills will uh I think the Bills will will beat them at least by a touchdown, if not a touchdown and a field goal. But the thing is, I feel like the Bills can't get – the Bills got to stay even kill. They can't get too high and they can't get too low. Because you know Patrick Mahomes, Tyree Kill, Pringles, Kelsey, you know what they're going to do on offense. You know they're going to put up points on the offensive board. It's just can you stay – can your defense get at least one or two stops? And on those one or two stops, can the Bills score on those plays? And they can't get field goals. We can't have field goals. you got to score Then touchdown. Yeah. Then I, I got them. So I, I'm still going to go with the Bills. I like what the Bills are doing right now. The Chiefs have kind of been that up. and They've been up and down. Their defense is there. Their offense is starting to show. But I don't know. Then they played the Steelers. Like, the Steelers really shouldn't have been in the playoffs again. Like, let's be honest. The Steelers should. The only reason why the Steelers are in is because the Chargers, again, didn't wanna wanted to call a timeout when the Raiders were gonna let y'all get into the playoffs with them. So
1: it's exactly. gonna be it's
0: gonna be a good one. It's gonna be a good one. I think I will say this, and I'm gonna say it now. It might change after what happens this weekend, but whoever whoever wins between the Bills and the Chiefs will be in the Super Bowl. Oh,
1: I okay. The, I can
0: agree with that. I got the Bills winning. I got the Bills winning. But whoever wins between those between the Bills and the Chiefs will be in the Super Bowl, will represent the AFC. I, I,
1: I agree with that. Uh, I, I'm going to say this, though. Okay. I do trust the Chiefs' defense more than I trust the Bills'
0: defense. I I, I can go with you sure. on that one. I can see that. Yeah, I can. I, especially with the Chiefs being at home, I can see that. If the Bills were at home, I would trust the Bills' defense a little bit more. Bills Mafia would have their back, but yeah, I can see. I can. I can agree with that. All right.
1: Yep. NFC. <sighs> This is the easiest round for
0: me ever. Right. Okay, we're going to go ahead and start with the wild card games. One, because I really wanted your take. Uh, did you watch Did you watch the Cardinals and Rams game, or at least a little bit of it? I mean, did you watch – I'll put it this way. Did you at least watch
1: the first quarter before it got too ugly? No, I didn't, because I knew it was going to happen. I, I I knew what after that first couple of series I knew how I knew what the day was going to go like and it's yeah. just like I predicted better uh, the the good Rams team showed up the, the and that's what we say, we talked about that like which team which Rams team are we going to get are we going to get the good one just throwing the ball around the field getting different receivers and moving the ball right. or are we could do one Matthew Stafford throwing interceptions and stuff to right the good yeah. one showed up he wasn't was, they didn't have a chance. Cardinals didn't have a chance. So my thing is How about you? I watched I
0: watched the first few minutes of it um I think when when Kyle Murray threw that that interception in the end zone and they scored that's when I knew I said yeah it's a wrap. They they're not even even with even if they had d-hop i don't think it would have made a, a big difference but it just looked like the kyler murray looked like he was lost like he was like he was dumbfounded like he didn't know what to do i don't know if it was because kings uh kingsbury wasn't calling the right plays it just looked like he was it looked like he was a deer in headlights and it was it almost made me upset cuz it was like yo you've played this team twice already. There's n- they really didn't do anything they're not doing anything different. The only thing different is, is we're in the playoffs. That's the only difference. And he just he just looked like he looked lost like he I don't know, it was it was ugly. It looked like they didn't even deserve to be It almost for me it seemed like almost like their record really didn't define who they were. Even though they had that that winning, even though they were what I think they were they in the season in uh, ten and five. No, it can't be ten and five. It had to be like eleven and five or something like that. Anywho, like they that. just didn't. They just didn't look like the Cardinals. Eleven How and seven. Eleven and seven. They just didn't look right. It's like they were slow. the The Rams looked like they were just. It looked like the Rams were we're moving at a faster pace as in if you were to had him on the, uh, on the VHS and you were holding fast forward. That's how the Rams were playing. And then the Cardinals look like you had them on slow-mo. Like they just looked lost. It was Kyle Murray might want to think about going to play baseball. He might want to go play for the And
1: that's what I think about him. That's what I think about him. He's going to struggle. I want to say struggle. He's gonna have games like this mm-hmm. because he's so short. He's so much shorter than his offensive lineman that if you're not moving a pocket, right. he, he's gonna struggle. And I, they were trying to move the ball downfield with their passing game a whole lot of that game. And he just, I don't think he could see over his offensive lineman. I think he's only, I think he's only like five eight. I think his shortest offensive lineman is six one. So if his offensive linemen are standing in front of him and he's just standing in the pocket, he can't see over them. Yeah. So he's just trying to move around, move around, and it looks like he's a deer in headlights, but really he can't see what's going on down the field.
0: Yeah.
1: I I think that's more more what it is. I think they need to have more plays with him moving outside of the pocket Mm -hmm. and then throwing it, but they didn't have D-hop. So normally he'll roll out or he'll move around in the pocket and he'll throw it to D-hop and they'll be there. Or there'll be coverage. Where if D Hop is covered, he has the man underneath. Without D Hop being there, that mm-hmm. took away that safety blanket for him. Yeah. And yet there's other people who you can throw the ball to, but still that D Hop was a major part of their offense. And we talked about that last week, where it was like if D Hop the game changes a little bit. Right. Which it would, but yeah, I, I think he I think his height is going to limit his potential or all what he can be. Okay.
0: Now, do you think that's the same thing with uh with Jalen Hurts and Philly? Even though I feel like Philly came I think Philly I don't think Philly was ready for the moment. Philly played good. Um I think Tampa I think Tampa's defense was just more prepared. Um because Jalen Jalen put some I mean Jalen did some things I think he needs a little bit more help besides uh, my man from Bama that won the Heisman Trophy, the wide receiver. Um, Because that that wide receiver that they do have, Ranger, I think, the one that they chose over uh, my man in uh, Jefferson, which I don't know why they chose him over Jefferson, that plays for the Bengals. But do you feel like Jalen Hurts has a similar – Is similar to Kyler Murray. You think Kyler Murray's offense was just, they just need to change the offense for Kyler Murray in general. Because Tampa won, by the way, if y'all didn't know.
1: Well, there you got three quarterbacks who all do the same thing very well. You got Jalen Hurts. You got Kyler Murray. and You got Josh Allen. All three run the ball very well. Mm -hmm. All three have a strong arm when they have time to throw it. Mm Mm-hmm. The difference between the three of them is the offensive line. They all Josh Allen's the tallest of that group, yeah. So he can play in the pocket a little bit more, and he's a little bit when he runs, he's a little bit more lengthier runner. Uh, Kyle Murray and Josh and Jalen Hurts they're more quicker than he is, but essentially the same thing. What they what the other three teams do well, at least what the Bills do well, they block. Yeah, they block well. They do a lot of designed run plays mm-hmm. for him. A lot, and a lot of those design uh, quarterback power plays, you don't see that with Kyle Murray because he's small. He's not as thick as Josh Allen is, so he, he's not really going to run a power option play right. there. But J- him and Jalen Hurts, <laughs> because Jalen Hurts can get outside a little bit more quicker yeah. than what Kyle Murray can, I think that's why they don't have that same thing. But also – Kelly, you saw in the Eagles game, Jalen Hurts, they would run their uh, RPO. They would run that RPO. The running back Sanders for Eagles is more threatening than what the running back for the uh, Cardinals is, because I can't even name the running back for the Cardinals. Uh,
0: the Cardinals running back was Connor. Connor. He used so- to, Connor used to be the – he was the running back for the Steelers, and he had a great – he had a good season with the Steelers. I think this year he was hurt. Um, because he was he was going at he was going at my Niners in week eighteen before we finally won that game.
1: Um, yeah, I think they they have similar issues, but I think Jalen's yeah. is a little bit more covered up. Yeah, or you can cover Jalen's yeah. up a little bit more than what you can cover Kyler uh, Kyle Murray's up.
0: Sorry. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Um, Cowboys and Niners. Probably, I really feel like that that game should have been pushed to the uh, to uh, either the Monday night game or uh, Sunday night game. To be honest, I think they should have flexed it because that's the game everybody really wanted to see was Cowboys and Niners. Um, Before we get to the Cowboys. Listen, my Niners One, I still don't trust Jimmy G. I trust him, and I don't trust him. It's weird. It's a, it's a love hate relationship with this guy. I don't get it. He looks great in the first half. He looks amazing in the first half. The team looks great. We get to the second half, and then all of a sudden, my man wants to throw an interception. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to wait for his offensive lineman to get set to uh to uh to do the quarterback sneak. Overall, I think we played a good game we did what we were supposed to and we came out with the w for you cowboy fans and i was talking to uh this i was talking to this one dude mike and he said i saw him the other day he goes if they would have got that playoff they would have won listen if if they would have coulda shoulda all that could have happened the cowboys shot themselves in the foot from opening Gate. They have fourteen. They have fourteen penalties. The Cowboys do what the Cowboys do every year. They get you excited for the regular season, and they disappoint you when the playoffs come.
1: I don't understand. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. They wouldn't even if they would have got that last playoff. First of all, well, I'm not even. Even if it would, even if they would have had to get their last playoff, there's still no guarantee that they would have scored on that last play because that last play would have essentially been a hair mary. Mm-hmm. They would, they would have essentially been so they would have been six in coverage, and that and that would well, really probably would have been in coverage for the defense. So they're guaranteed that they would have got world Yeah, they chances would have been better. But you're yeah. absolutely right. The Cowboys with all the penalties that they caused themselves, it's on them. And I don't know where Zeke was the whole game. And I don't know was that a game plan thing or what, but I think that's the Cowboys' biggest problem right there. They're relying on that Prescott way too much, and I don't know why they want to give the ball to Zeke. Well, at the beginning, well, at the beginning of the season, they were running
0: the ball because that's why everybody was talking about how their offense was so so potent. They were the number one offense. They're the number one leading team. Or excuse me, they're number one in leading points with 31 points a game. They were number one. They had the number one offense with yards per game with, I think it was like 300, something like that. And then it was like, once they found out that Dak wasn't injured, they went away from it and they just started throwing it all the time. Ezekiel was, Ezekiel was hurt. They said that from the get go. They took, they said that from, he had been hurt all year. To be honest, my thing was you have Pollard who is just as dynamic as Elliot, but you didn't use him at all. And then Dak was just, I don't know. The Cowboys do this every year. It seems like every year. They, 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 they look great. And then it's like when the moment, when it gets to the playoff, it's like the moment gets too big. They had fourteen. They were undisciplined. They were undisciplined like crazy. Then, the last play of the game. First of all, I don't know what the hell my Niners were thinking with forty seconds left when they kept letting them, uh, get get the get the yards with forty seconds left in the game, and then finally they started to put people on the sidelines so they could keep them in bounds. And then he's, and then Dak runs up with 14 runs up the runs up the middle. Now, if he would have ran up the middle and got, maybe I'll play devil's advocate. If he would have ran up the, if he would have ran up and got maybe five yards, I would have said, you know what, that's pretty smart. Give yourself a closer or closer chance of a Hail Mary instead of doing it at the 40, 45 yard, line. even though I still would have probably did took three or four shots from the 40 because you had time, but for him to run 12 yards talking about um, what would you rather have uh, throw verticals from the 20 yard line or the 40? He has an arm. What, what, what is the difference? i to be honest with you, I'd rather throw it from the 40 than the 20. Cause if you throw it from the 20, it's going to be more crowded than from the 40. And then how do you not know that the ref has to touch the ball? But y'all practice this every y'all practice this every every week. I don't, I just know don't, I don't know. It was mind boggling to me. Well, well, here's
1: the thing. Dak Prescott threw for had 43 attempts. Zeke only had 12 attempts rushing the ball, and Pollard only had four attempts. Yeah. That combination is not going to win you games. I mean, sure, Dak had four, and I think I think C.B. Lamb got got one got one in there in a verse play or something like that. But it was the game plan was too it was too beatable and too obvious to let Dak be Dak let Dak throw you out of the game. That last play, it, it, and I said it earlier, it's essentially the same play. No matter who you want to play for, it's essentially a hail mary at the end of the game. So even if he had to get that, you're still throwing verticals or hail mary play, whatever you want to call it. There's still no guarantee that you're going to get that play. Yeah, so I think that it was just a bad decision all the way around. Um, I do give them a little bit of credit. Well, no, I'm not even going to give them a little credit because a lot of people are trying to blame the referee. Said that he was running slow and everything. Like, first of all, this man is in his sixties and he's in his right position. And everybody knows, or everybody should know, that he has to spot the ball. Yeah. So you have to – you. Everybody. We, two weeks earlier, we talked about. Um, Clay's uh what's the rock receiver from Pittsburgh, the young one. Um Clayborn? Claiborne? Claiborne. We talked about him doing the same thing. About him getting up and not handing the ball to the referee and how difficult of and how much time that wasted in doing that. Yeah. Y'all didn't see that highlight play? Y'all y'all didn't see y'all didn't see everybody talk about that? But my thing is also too is uh? Larry Fitzgerald does it. Larry
0: Fitzgerald, the wide receiver that I used to play for the Cardinals. He used to every time that it was, it was a it was a game that was close and they had to, you know, they're on a hurry up offense. Every time he caught the ball or one of his wide receivers caught the ball, he would run, grab the ball, and run it to the ref. Like it's just, it was just common sense. Like I gotta tell people, the Cowboys do this to you every year. This is why people don't like Cowboy fans. And then they had so many memes. They were just sad. They were crying all over the field. And what's crazy is yeah, we you were handing
1: we were handing them the game. We were literally handing <laughs> them the game. I'm glad you said that because there's no way that the Cowboys just still have scored 17 points in the fourth quarter. Oh, the quarter. Bro, we should. I mean, 10, should. 10 points in the fourth quarter. There's no we, way they scored ten points in the fourth quarter.
0: Agree with you on that. whether well, it shouldn't, it should have been a blowout from the get-go. If we wouldn't have settled for if we wouldn't have settled for field goals after we got that first touchdown, if we would have got three, if we would have just scored touchdowns, the game, it wouldn't even have been a close game. But like I say, the Cowboys do this, the Cowboys, Cowboys do this to you guys every year, Cowboys fans. Y'all been to the playoffs 11 straight times. And y'all have not touched the NFC Championship since. Y'all yeah, haven't touched the NC championship. That's a record. You're the only team to ever do that. Y'all haven't been good since the 90s. Y'all are a great regular season team. Let me stop. Good regular season team. But y'all have y'all need to stop living in the past of Michael Irvin ain't coming out of retirement. Emmett Smith is not coming out of retirement. Troy Aikman isn't coming out of retirement. Until Jerry Jones allows his coach to coach and not want to be in all the all the discussion of who to who to draft um standing outside the locker room doing press doing doing press conferences outside the locker room y'all will never win another Super Bowl I'm sorry that's just how I see it all right my guy the divisional round for the NFC: Green Bay, San Francisco, Tampa Bay, LA Rams. Let's start with LA. We'll start with we'll start with Green Bay. They're the number one seed. We'll start with Green Bay
1: and San Francisco. What you got? Uh, the Packers. I got the Packers, and the only reason why I'm picking the Packers. Because I would normally no, I would never pick them because the Niners are too inconsistent. They I they allow the true. Cowboys to come back.
0: Yeah,
1: I, and if you put Aaron Rodgers in that same situation, then he's going to do he he's going to make the right play more than what Dak is getting. And that's the only reason I'm picking the Packers. Yeah, that's the only reason. Yeah,
0: I agree with you. Yeah, uh, of course you know I got to stick with my squad. We're in the playoffs, so. I got to go. I'm going to go in my nine. I'll say this, just like I said against the Cowboys. If we don't get too cute, we're built for this. Nobody wants nobody wants to play us. We're, nobody wants to play us. We're built for the playoffs. If we run the ball, we'll be fine. Don't count on Jimmy to throw it. I really want Kyle Shanahan to go back to what he did two years ago when we when we made the run to the Super Bowl, Jimmy don't got to throw the ball, run the ball, run the ball 75 times. Let Jimmy throw it four times. If you need to, we have a running game. Just run the ball. It's all. That's my thing is I feel like sometimes we get too cute and we go, we run away from the, we run away from the run game. If we don't do that, we'll be fine. I got us winning by seven. Um, I feel like they won revenge from week three, uh, from the 30 to 28 loss. Both teams are different. Of course, I think we're a, a much better team than we were then. Uh, I think they gotta be, a, they have to see, I don't think they know how they're going to handle Debo now, now that Debo is getting the ball out of the backfield along with passing and then Elijah Mitchell didn't play Week Three, and he's leading the playoffs in rushing yards right now. So, if we limit mistakes, run the ball, and don't give that boy that bad man. Yes, I I, I like Aaron Rodgers. He's from NorCal. I've always like I like Aaron Rodgers since he played at Cal. I'm still I'm still a little upset. I'm still a little upset that we took Alex Smith. Over Aaron Rodgers in the draft that year. But if we don't give him if we don't give him the ball with uh less than a minute left, like in week three, we should be fine. I think our front, I think our defense will be able to hold up, especially since it's gonna be cold. We'll just run the ball. I'm praying that we win it. If we don't, I'm gonna be hurt. I don't think I'll be as bad. I don't think I'll be as upset as if we would have lost to the Cowboys. Oh, no,
1: no, no. You know what I mean? You can't get it to say we even lose to Aaron Rodgers. So. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So I do get my Niners. I got the Niners winning because they're still in the playoffs. <laughs> so <laughs> I got to go with my squad. As long as we, like I say, if we don't get too cute, we do what we got to do, run the ball, play good defense. We should come out on top and remember people. Aaron Rodgers is zero three against the against the Niners in the playoffs. I'm just saying. I know that don't mean a lot, but it does mean a lot at the end of the day. Uh switching over to the Rams
1: and Tampa Bay. Once again, it depends on which Rams team shows up, which Matthew Stafford shows up. If the Matthew Stafford shows up. And the OBJ and the Cuba Cup and the Jeffersons—they all showed up like they way in the Eagles game. Mm-hmm. This is going to be the game. This is the game to watch. If that happens, yeah. If they can limit their mistakes on the offense side of the ball, they can definitely hang with the Bucks. Oh, no either I mean it'll be no problem for the Rams to hang with the Bucks. And if they can do that, they can win. Yeah, they can. They can beat the Almighty Tom Brady. They have that much talent on the offensive side of the ball, and on and on the defensive ball. Von Miller, uh, Ramsey. Uh, I, can't believe, I can't believe I can't believe. Oh my god! I, uh, I can't believe I'm missing the defensive his name right now. But Who, they Aaron got Donald? way too much. Yeah, Aaron Donald. They got way too much talent on their defensive side and on their offensive side. The the offense can limit their mistakes. They can win this game,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: I actually have them winning this game. Okay. Actually have them going to Tampa and winning this game. I agree.
0: I agree with you on the fact which, which LA Rams team is going to show up. Which LA Rams team is going to show up. Um, <laughs> I don't want to pick the Rams for the simple fact that they're in our division. I really don't want to see them for the fourth time if we were to win. For the third time, if we were to win. Um, even though they can't beat us, it seems like. And Tom Brady going against Tom Brady, it's like it's like a rule right now, almost. It's like an invisible rule. Like you can't go against Tom Brady for what he's done in his career. <sighs> I got the Rams winning for the simple fact, Tom Brady's offensive line is injured. Offensive of line is injured. Um, I don't know if Leonard Fournette is playing yet. Uh, of course, we know Chris Godwin is out. I don't know. It's just, once again, if Tampa Bay, if Tampa Bay can hang on and Tom Brady has the ball last, Tampa Bay is going to win. <laughs> If it's the other way, if if it doesn't go that way, I got the Rams winning. It's just so hard picking against Tom, but I do. The Rams got everything. The Rams got the defense, and they got the offense. You brought the stars to LA for this reason, so they could turn into the Cowboys. They could be a disappointment if they don't win this game. They're expect. I feel like they're expected to win this game, especially because Tom. If if any year was the year to beat Tom Brady, this would be the year to beat Tom Brady because of all the injuries that they have. But then again, it's Tom Brady. He's been there before. But well, I got, I got here's the thing. Mm-hmm.
1: The Rams offense is the uh it's the Patriots 2.0 almost, because they have the solid quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh is your Julian Evans. Your your any receiver. They have the running game to run the ball. It's just, it's it's built just like that. Run that yeah. same vein. Have a good big tall wide receiver on the outside. That's mm-hmm. your OBJ. That's your Brown. So they have those talents there. They can beat it. And I don't think, if I'm not mistaken, I don't think Tom Brady has won back to back. Super Bowls. I don't think he's won back-to-back back Super Bowls. No, no, no. no I'm not no, mistaken. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken,
0: no, they've won. Yeah, yeah, he went back. He went okay. back to. He went back to back in. Um, he went back to back in Green Bay. I'm not Green Green Bay. He won back to back in New England. He went. Yeah, he went two. I want to say they went. They went it back to back, and they almost won it three straight years. But that was the year that they ended up losing to. Um. The Giants when they went undefeated. If I'm not, Yeah,
1: that's my that, point. They are a beatable. They are a beatable team. Tom Brady is beatable in the playoffs. He's has lost in the playoffs, so right. teams can get that in the head, in their head and get out the fact that he's won so many games. He's done all this other stuff. Get that out of their head, like no, there's teams that beat him in the playoffs.
0: Mm-hmm. He can
1: be beat in the playoffs. I think a lot of that. I think Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, uh, Drew Brees when he was in the league all these great quarterbacks, sometimes people get the hype that they can't be beat. Right. And they just let it get in the head. And I know these are professionals, but professionals are, are human. They 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 hear the noise all week and they can do one or two things about it. They can accept it and like, okay, take the feet. Or they're like, no, we gotta, I got no, they're not beating me. And some more times out of 10, more times it gets in their head and they they make mistakes they normally wouldn't make because they're trying to do too much. Yeah. So if the Rams don't try to do too much and they're all on defense and their offense, the one that beat the Cardinals shows up, this is the Rams game hands down. Yeah. Um, they just have way, they just have way too much talent fat. across the board on both sides of the ball.
0: Yeah, I agree with you on that. Uh by the way, uh New England did they, they won back to back. They won Super Bowl 38 and Super Bowl 39. They're the last team to do it, by the way, too. They're the last team to win back-to-back Super Bowls. Hmm. Yeah. So, okay, recap it. We got Bills. both got the Bills. For AFC, we both got the Bills. And Titans in the AFC Championship. NFC Championship, the only difference we got is... San Francisco, I got San Francisco, you got Green Bay. And we both we both say LA should be in the in the damn. You know what? I really don't want them to win it. The Rams, for the simple fact, I really don't want just like last year. I don't want the I don't want the team that's in the Super Bowl to have a home field advantage. That sucks. Like that doesn't I get that they're going to split the the uh tickets up so it's 50-50, but I don't know. It just doesn't. They don't got to do nothing. There's no. I mean, yeah, it's just. Yeah, it's the Super Bowl and there's a lot that's going on. But if you're playing at home, you really can stick to your regular routine. So I really don't want them. To, that's why I was upset that Tampa Bay won it last year. You, They were playing in Tampa Bay. They really didn't have to do anything. Yeah, they had their media. They had their media or deals that they had to deal with, but they pretty much were doing what they do every day for a home game. So they really need to stop that. I get it's a new stadium. It's so far higher, so high fire, whatever, however you call that stupid stadium. I get it. But I really don't want the Rams to go because of that. Just because of that simple reason and because they're my division. But I just hate that. I just hate that the super the team that gets there can have be at home. I don't know. It just sucks. I don't know right, yo that's our that's our picks for the divisional round Uh, we're gonna take a quick break when we get back we're gonna jump into a little bit of the NBA Um, and then of course speak your truth at the end All right, chill out we'll be back what's going on universe I'm glad you're back with us you know what I mean 2022, it's been a great year. Um, a great year. It's, well, it's been good so far. We're only three weeks in, but it feels like every other year. It feels like every other month. It seems like, it seems like we're in like this relapse for me. It seems like it's just the same thing. over. Maybe because we've been in this whole coronavirus thing for the last two years, so it feels like nothing. It's like we're trying to get back to being normal, but we can't get back to being normal because it seems like we're regressing with all the virus Viruses. Anywho, y'all be safe out there. You know what I'm saying? Mask up. Wash your hands. I mean, y'all should have been doing that from the get-go, anyways. But NBA, my guy. The power rankings came out. Sorry about your bulls. Your bulls. Look, I'm repping your squad today, too. I'm repping your squad today. You know what I mean? Back-to-back champs, 91-92 Bulls. You know what I'm saying? That was my squad. Back in the day when I was a youngster. Um, They're injured, so we know why the Bulls are the Bulls right now.
1: Still on top of the East, though, so it doesn't matter.
0: Still Still on top of the East. What I wanted to talk to you about before we get into something else that I wanted to ask you about. The Memphis Grizzlies, who are sitting number one in the power rankings right now. Well, in some power rankings, they're number one. Then you got the um, Suns at two, Warriors at three, uh, Milwaukee's at f- four. And I can't remember who was at five. Can't remember who's at five. With that being said, do you think? Do you think Memphis Grizzlies is a threat to come out of the west with John Morant um jackson i like the I do like their shooting guard um desmond bain um but do you feel do you think do you think they can come out of the west and represent in the western all right I wouldn't even say come out of the west do you think they can get to the western conference championship the western conference finals put it that way there we'll start there. <laughs>
1: No, and here's why. Although they are playing very well right now, young team playing well, no matter who's there, who's in the lineup, not in the lineup, they're playing very well. I think, I don't think they have another gear to go, though. And we go to the playoffs, there's another gear, another step up that you have to do. The Tensy steps up. And I think they're playing so well, I don't think they have another gear to shift into. And they'll end up burning burning out the clutch in the playoffs. That's my only thing about them. I think they're at their peak, as good as they're going to get. And they need to go a little bit further. They need to save something for that. I think John Morant, hey, he's an incredible player, things like that. But I think he goes 100% all the time. All the time. And when he gets in the playoffs, I don't know if he has a another where to go and he needs another level the team when the team needs another level to go that's my own thing about them. i don't think they have that extra level to go for the playoffs
0: okay i think i don't think they'll get to the western conference finals because i still think a healthy warriors team and a healthy Suns team, I just think those two are on the collision course because they have the they have the players that's been there, done that. I will say this: they don't want to face they don't want to face Memphis. I don't think either one of them want to face Memphis. I think John Moran is a superstar. I think he's top three. Yeah, in definitely. I, I think he's top three in MVP right now. Right now, as as as, as as we speak, he's top three. In the MVP race, the only reason why I say I I have faith in them that they could do it, they could get there, but I don't think they would. But they could get there is the fact that they went ten and two without John Morant. They didn't have a slippage when John Morant was when John Morant was injured. They didn't have a slippage now. If they would have had a slippage and they lost seven of the seven of their ten games, or they were below five hundred when he got back. Then I'd been. Then I'd be like, yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all depend on John Morant too much. But for them to go ten and two without John Morant, and then when John Morant came back, there was no hiccup. I don't think anybody wants to play them right now. And John Morant, John Morant gives me that Allen Iverson Philadelphia feel. How he plays in in Memphis because he he works, he plays hard. He gives up his body. He doesn't care because I don't know if you saw your boys when they played the Bulls. Your boy was ready to go at Tony at Bradley, yo. He was ready to go at Bradley. So I agree with you though. I don't think I think when they get there, I think that you'll see, like it always is. You'll see the veteran team that's been there, done that, that knows what to do in certain situations. But give the Grizzlies, and I heard someone say this. Give the Grizzlies another year or two; they're going to be like the Spurs. They're going to be like the new Spurs of the West. They'll win, a, they'll win a championship one year. You won't hear about them for a year, maybe two. Then they come back and they win another one, or or they'll be or they might win a championship. But you know how when the Spurs are winning championships they would win it you wouldn't even talk they would just they wouldn't even talk about them the following year like they weren't good or something and then they would win a championship the following year and then you wouldn't talk about the spurs again it was like every year you wouldn't talk about the spurs but the spurs still ended up either in the finals or in the champion or in the western conference championship i think this i think the grizzlies can be that if they keep that team, if they keep the nucleus together and they keep that team
1: together, I think they, here's can, my own, they can be that way. Here's my own thing about that comparison
0: mm-hmm.
1: is that the Spurs were so fundamentally sound I and agree. that's all they play with just fun, fundamental basketball and that's how you beat you. Mm-hmm. The Grizzlies are beating you with flair and flash and they're actually a fun team to watch play. Yeah. Yeah. That's my only thing about that comparison, mm-hmm. but I mean, they're going to be good. They're built, but they're built for this style of NBA that we're in now. Exactly. They built for it. They're going to do well, but the veteran teams will be, are going to, uh well, the veteran players are going to hurt them in the playoffs. The, it, and that just comes with experience. That's all that's going to hurt them. They experience in the playoffs. Now once they start getting that experience, the, the, what, what Jordan say The ceiling is the floor for them.
0: So, the roof is the ceiling. The roof is the ceiling for them. Yeah, the roof is the ceiling. They're gonna do well. Um, jump over to the Lakers. The Lakers now are sitting. What are they seventh in the seventh in the West? I want to say. Let me check.
1: Timber the, if they, them and the Timberwolves had the same record, they're both twenty-two and twenty-two. Okay. So. Um.
0: Do you? Okay, this is my thing with the Lakers, and I and and I get it because it's LeBron James. Um. You know he's almost like he's almost like Tom Brady in a way where it's you. He's done it so long you expect it. Um. But now I feel like it's like they hype them up. <laughs> it's, it's, they'll beat the Pistons. They'll beat the Pistons, right? And then it's like they go, everybody goes crazy like, oh, they beat the Pistons. They look good. They beat the Pistons. The Pistons are sitting 13th, 14th in the East. They, they did what they were supposed to do. LeBron's at. And then they talk about what well, LeBron's 30 averaging 30 points. He's average. What do you do? He went on a uh A game straight, I think it was with 30 averaging 30 points. Yeah, but they weren't winning. They were still sitting at 500. What are we talking about with these Lakers? They're the Lakers are old. The Lakers are old. A D is not A D. No offense, I would take Dwight Howard as a top seventy-five player. I would pick Dwight Howard's had a better career than AD. Everybody, shut up. Yes, AD might be more talented, but let's not forget Dwight Howard was a Dwight Howard was a monster in Orlando. Dwight Howard took his team to the NBA Finals. AD's never done that. I don't care what anybody says. So let's get that out the way real quick. Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook is Russell Westbrook. He's been the same player since OKC. I don't know why everybody thought. Because he was going to L.A., he was going to get a jump shot, bro. I, I'm not understanding. I'm don't. i not understanding the hype behind the Lakers no more. And it's getting redundant. I'm getting tired of it.
1: The Lakers need to do. They need to do two things. Mm-hmm. One. I'm gonna run this into I run this ground. They need A B to be the leader of that team. Not necessarily the vocal leader or emotional leader, but he needs they need to be running the ball through him when he gets back. Mm-hmm. Second thing that they need to do, they need to trade for don't give you three players in AJ trade for. They need to trade for Miles Turner, mm-hmm. uh Jeremiah Grant, or uh, Gary Trent Jr. They need to trade for one of those three players. The reason why I say they need to trade for one of those three players because they just need to upgrade their bench. They they just need to upgrade that. They need to upgrade that bench because when LeBron goes out or when Russ goes out or now that AD is out, their scoring drops a whole lot. Their Mm -hmm. defense drops a whole lot. They need to sum that up and they need to get younger. Yeah. They need to, that bench needs to get that bench needs to get younger. I know they I know they were going after Cam Reddish before he got traded to the Knicks. That he would have been the perfect pick for them to go go there. So they 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 need to get a lot younger. I don't know why they got all these old guys on their team for, but they need to get a lot younger on that bench. And AD needs to play like everybody hypes them up to the be when he yeah. comes back. If he plays like everybody hypes him up to the be, mm-hmm. they'll do, and they get younger. Yeah, they, they just make get younger because we all we know. Ref Westbrook is not the most efficient player. We he's been he's a superstar, but he's not the most efficient player.
0: Yeah, so
1: we know what you're going to get from him. LeBron, he you you pretty much know what you're going to get from LeBron. Although he is shooting around like five hundred right now, which is probably like the lowest of his career, mm-hmm. I think. But he is doing well though, so he's going to be LeBron. But that 80 thing, you need to sum up AD. And get younger. so, And I don't, I don't even think they need to trade while getting younger. I don't think they need to trade Westbrook to get younger. But I think in the playoffs, he will work he'll work for them in the playoffs. Because you need that somebody with that hunger and desire that he has to win. Mm-hmm. But they need, they need to get younger, though. So. Well, just, they ain't got to be in the playoffs. I, I, I mean, they'll be in the playing
0: game. They might win that playing game. But if they win that playing game, they're playing the Warriors or they're playing the Suns. How I don't even trust them against the Grizzlies if they play the Grizzlies. Like they can't be, they can't beat a playoff team.
1: They, well, it, the, the fair words Tim, is the uh trade line. You're gonna have to make some decisions but, about on. who they want to be. And that's how you that's you how they that's tell you if they really want to compete or not, if they make a splash of free agency. That lets you know if they really is, want to compete is, or they think they can win what they get.
0: This is their game. This is their game. This is their games from, from, uh from, we'll start from Christmas. They beat the net or they lost to the nets winning record. They beat the Rockets losing record. They lost to the Grizzlies, Grizzlies winning record. They beat the trailblazers losing record. It's going to January here. They beat the T-Wolves by 5, losing record. They beat the Kings, losing record. They beat the Hawks, losing record. They lose to the Grizzlies. Then they lose to the Kings. Then they get smacked by the Nuggets. And then they beat the they just beat the Jazz the other night. But they beat the Jazz cuz the Jazz shot poorly from the field. And they won by six. Like, who are they? They're not beating nobody. Well, I don't, I don't, I just don't, I, I'm tired. I'm, t- I get it It's la la led but I'm just tired of it. They beat a team and it's like they're changing, they're turning everything around. They had the easiest, they had the easiest schedule before the Christmas, before Christmas, and they squander it. Now they have the toughest schedule. I'm telling, I don't even think they're going to be. They'll be in the playing game. But I'm telling you, they might be a nine, they might be the ninth of the tenth seed, bro. I just don't. I don't know. They're old. Well, there's nobody else
1: in there's nobody else to talk about in LA because Paul George and Kawhi, they haven't they haven't played. Kawhi hasn't have, played. Listen, oh
0: and Paul. George, right, right. I was say Paul George and Kawhi Leonard hasn't played. And the Clippers are one game behind the Lakers. Are you serious? They're one game behind the Lakers without Paul George and Kawhi Leonard playing, and you're, and you're telling me you can't – you got all that talent. You're telling me you can't even get to at least the the five seed? Y'all can't get up to the five seed? I get the West is strong. Don't get me wrong. I get that the West is strong. I
1: get that. But you can't well, – yeah, You'll see the team team what they're right. going to do by and They make a move. Speaking of trade, I got a trade for you. Okay. I got got a trade for you. The Warriors. Mm -hmm. They call up... They call up the Sixers. they say, hey... We'll give you Jordan Poole. And we'll give you Wiseman, And plus two future second round draft picks for Ben Simmons. Would you take that? Nope.
0: I'm not Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole is not in the trade talks. Jordan Poole is off limits. Andrew Wiggins is off limits. Kaminga would be off limits. Wiseman. I, 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 I'll put Wiseman in there. I'll put Wiseman in the trade package. I would go wise. I would do Wiseman, one or two future protected first round picks, and one other person off the bench. For ben you, gotta, you gotta add Wiggins, you
1: gotta make the money make sense. The Wiggins gotta go because the money, money got to make sense.
0: I can't not this year now. Nah, if you would have asked now, nah, if you would have asked for Wiggins two years ago when he first got with the Warriors, I've been all in. I can't do that right now. Wiggins and Poole have been balling out. Wise, they, they have been. Wiseman, I can see, I could put Wiseman in a trade package. Um. Ooh, let me look at their roster. Ooh. I would go. Mm, I would give you I will give up Moody, Wiseman, and Damian Lee. A second round pick. And a future first round protected pick for Ben Simmons. That's I would, I would, I would consider that. I, but I'm not giving up. Kaminga's not going to get touched. Gary Payton the second is not going to get touched. Anderson wouldn't get touched. Wiggins and Poole wouldn't get touched because that's your that's your young core right there. You can't give up. I mean, Pool is averaging 18 points a game. Wiggins is averaging 18 points a game. You got to give that up to go get Ben Simmons that don't want to shoot a free throw, that doesn't want to take no jump shot, which you know what I think, though, with Ben Simmons, though? I will say this. I think if Ben Simmons goes to, like, a team like the Warriors or like the, the Suns or something, somewhere where they can be... It's almost like how Andrew Wiggins was. Nobody was. Everybody was talking about Andrew Wiggins when he was in Minnesota. And where was he at before he went to Minnesota? Where was he at before he went to the Warriors? No, he was in Minnesota. Cleveland, then Minnesota. They were talking about how he wasn't nothing. He was buzzer, He was whatever. But when he went to the Warriors, because he was around a winning culture, And he didn't have to, you didn't have to depend on him as much. I feel like he was able to actually be able to start playing ball like he knows how to play ball. I think that's what Ben Simmons needs. I think Ben Simmons needs, Philly needs to just let Ben Simmons go. Listen, Ben Simmons ain't playing for you no more, Philly. Y'all hurt this man. Listen, y'all hurt this man. Y'all broke this man's heart after the playoffs When Doc Rivers said, I don't know if we can win with Ben Simmons. That was it. That was it. You broke the relationship right there. And then, and then, what, a month later, you're telling yourself, I want Ben Simmons here. I think Ben Simmons, no, we can win with Ben It's too late. He already. He's already fragile. And then after what you said, so <sighs> I don't know where he's going. Maybe he goes to L.A. You know, what I mean, he's with Rich Paul. He's with he was LeBron James's squad, so he might go to LA. He might go there. I don't know where he
1: would go they, though. Do you think they trade him before they uh, before before the All Star? Like, well, before well the, the trade deadline is February 10th. Before the, so I don't for the year, or is he going to be on the, the team for the whole year? I think he's. A, I
0: personally think they're going to end up keeping him for the whole year because I think they're going to keep him for the whole year because they really don't care now because they're, they're taking his money. So it's like they want – the thing is with Philly, they want too much for him. Y'all already – if y'all wouldn't have broke him down like y'all did, y'all would be able to get what y'all want. But because y'all did what y'all did – Y'all aren't gonna get no super. Y'all aren't gonna get two superstars in return for uh, Ben Simmons. It's not gonna happen. And I think I think Philly regrets what they did to Ben Simmons now. Because you, if you look at Philly, Philly ain't all that great this year. Philly's sitting what? Oh, well, Philly's in the fifth spot. Never mind. I take that back. They're in the fifth spot. But last year they were what the three seed. Two C three four, seed. Yeah. four Yeah, they were the three or four C last year. So I think they missed Ben Simmons more than they thought they were going to miss him. But I just don't know where would you what team what team do you really think is going to take Ben Simmons as a playoff team, though? Cleveland ain't, we know Chicago's not going to take him. We know he we know Miami wouldn't take him. Brooklyn, eh, I can see with Brooklyn, because I got a question about you with Brooklyn. I can see Brooklyn, maybe. Milwaukee's not going to take them. I would have said Cleveland, but Cleveland doing good with their young core. They sitting at the sixth seed right now. No one thought that Cleveland would be a sixth seed. And they only two and a half games behind, behind Chicago for the first place. Charlotte, no. Washington, no. Boston, no. Toronto, no. I mean, it's like who where would you send where would you send Ben
1: Simmons, though? That's my and that's that's why that's why I said the Warriors. That's why I said that Warriors tree. Yeah. I think the Warriors that's could help. I think the Warriors would be
0: able to help him out a lot, though. I think if he was to go to the Warriors, I think his whole game, I think he would, like I said, I think he would turn into like Andrew Wiggins. He will start shooting the ball more. He's around. He's a, he's around a winning culture. The spotlight's not on him. It's just it's just what is the Warriors willing to give up? Because remember, Philly is asking way too much for Ben Simmons right now. Way too much. Um, that's a tough one. I don't know. That's a good one. That's a good yeah. one to see where Philly where he would go now that I think about it. So what's your Brooklyn thing? But I think real quick, I will say this. For Ben Simmons to be traded though, it can't be a two it can't be a two team trade. If if the Warriors do that, the Warriors and Philly would have to involve a third team. It would have to be a three team trade in order for Ben Simmons for everything to work out because they're asking too much for Ben Simmons so you would have to pull in a third team to balance it out. You know what? Next show we're next show we're going to we're going to come up with some uh scenarios for Ben Simmons. Remember that. My thing with with Brooklyn. We all know Kyrie Kyrie Irving's back. Part-time player only playing away games unless if they go to unless if they play in la unless if they play in new york or they play in california then he just doesn't play because of their mandated rules do you think do you think brooklyn can still win a championship with Kyrie being a part-time player
1: Kevin Durant healthy
0: in this situation? Yeah, 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 yeah. Kevin, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kevin Durant's healthy. Kevin Durant's healthy. James Harden is back to his way. I will say this. Okay, so you say that, right? Because no one, I don't know why nobody's talking about this. Okay, I agree. I think that they could win the championship. If all of them are healthy, even with Kyrie playing part-time. But what if it's Brooklyn? And the Golden State Warriors in the championship.
1: He can't play. Oh no, you, oh, I think you misunderstood what I was saying. Oh, I think right. I think you totally misunderstood what I was saying. They don't need Kyrie to win. <laughs> That's my whole thing. If Durant is healthy and James Harden is coming in there with what is healthy, they don't need Kyrie. They, they was winning without him. They was winning without him. While he was playing, they were winning without him. Yeah. They, they were a problem without him. They necessarily do not need him. They need a healthy Kevin Durant and a an in-state uh, uh, James Harden. That's what yeah. they need to win. And that's, and that's what they need to win. They necessarily... Having Kyrie there is good. That that helps out a lot. It takes a whole lot of load off. But they don't necessarily need him to win. I feel so,
0: like if they would have had Kyrie Lash, they,
1: they didn't have Kyrie Lash. And they, lost, they didn't have Kyrie Lash, and they lost to Milwaukee. Okay. But and they, But I'm saying that he doesn't help. He doesn't elevate them to the point where they're unbeatable.
0: Yeah. He doesn't
1: elevate them to that point. Yeah. They, they they are they, it, they all he does for them mm-hmm. is make it tougher to decide who are, who you want to guard. That's all that's all he does. He doesn't necessarily add more points or do things like that. They don't become this unbeatable team with him because their challenges are still the same. Right. Cameron Durant, a lot like AD, is the person who controls whether that whether it's how the series is going to go or how the season is going to go for your team. It's
0: all it's all it's all about Kevin Durant and then the people around him. Yeah. So, no. I agree. Dang. Whew. Who you got? Okay, real, before before we take this last break and get to speak to your truth. And I'm asking you now, and I'll probably I'm gonna ask you again when 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 the all-star break gets here, but I do wanted to get your take right now. Who you got coming out of the East? Milwaukee, okay. yeah. Milwaukee still coming. Okay. Yeah, Milwaukee still coming out. Okay. And who you got coming out of the West?
1: Coming out of the West, <clears throat> the Suns. Things to be a rematch last year. Ooh.
0: Ooh. Okay. Okay. All right, know. Uh,
1: all right, I'm gonna ask For you that right I now. Game. I got the Milwaukee
0: yeah. and to uh, oh, ask you I'm gonna ask you again at, at at the all-star break. I'm gonna ask you again at all star break. So you said Milwaukee and Phoenix right now, and then I'll ask again at, at, at the all-star break. I got Golden State as of now. I got Golden State coming out of the West. And and I'm gonna st- I'm gonna stay with Milwaukee. I can't you can't go. I mean Milwaukee's the champs right now. I mean, they really don't care about as long as they got as long as they got a first round home court, as long as they're in the top four, they don't they they can care less, to be honest. So, all right then. All right, people, we're gonna take this last break. When we get back, I love this segment. I don't know why. This is a dope segment. Speak your truth. When we get back, we're going to do our Speak Our truths. All right. What's Golden Universe? Back at it. This is Speak Your Truth. Speak Speak Your truth. Truth. Gilly doesn't have one today. I got one today. I'm tired. Of the Kyrie situation, and it's not the situation. It's not the fact of him being vaccinated or unvaccinated. I really don't care. It's your body. Do what you want to do. What I'm tired of is I'm tired of Stephen A. Smith getting on television tearing down a black man. It's like he doesn't. What makes me so mad is he. T- He tries to make it seem like it's about basketball, but it's not about basketball. You don't like the man because the simple fact that you're mad because his his boys, Kevin Durant and James Harden, aren't upset with him like you are. Everybody should be. No, they respect this man. They respect. Hey, if you don't, I can't tell this man what to do. Now, of course, we know Kevin Durant and James Harden would love to have him for the for uh home and away games but don't get don't jump down this man's throat because you're upset because this man doesn't want to get vaccinated and then you have the audacity to say the championship if they win the championship it would be a disgrace to the nba how do you how are you upset are you mad because Kyrie stayed true to himself because he stuck with his beliefs of not being vaccinated or not wanting to be vaccinated, and Brooklyn said, "You know what? Hey, look, you can play part time. You just can't play at the home game. Are you mad because it, it, he didn't get it? Like I, I'm not understanding with the Stephen A. Smith. It's like he wants to jump down his throat. Uh, shout out to uh, Jay Williams, even though he's a Dookie, because he got up there today on first take. If nobody, if you didn't watch it." And he was just looking at Stephen A like, why? what is it about this man that you assassinate this man's character every time? Let this man, look, the man's not getting vaccinated. He, he's not going to change just because KD got hurt and he's out four to six weeks where you thought he was just all of a sudden going to be like, damn, you know what? KD's hurt. Let me go ahead and go get this shot down. No, bro. He's not getting it. He's going to be a part time player. Let it be. It's fine. He knows his. Con- he knows the consequences. He knows he can't play in Brooklyn or in New York, period. He knows he can't play out West in California. Let the man ball. Nobody out. That's it. I'm just tired of Stephen A. Smith tearing down black men. I'm tired of him assassinating them. When when, Aaron Rodgers was doing his whole hoopla on not being vaccinated he made up some bs rule he made up some bs lie saying he was or wasn't or something like that now one time did you get on tv and just d- assassinate his character but let it be kyrie irvin and all of a sudden you want to go in on um oh he did that in the third uh he's a disgrace oh the championship the championship is a disgrace to the nba it ain't gonna mean nothing stop bro Stop, bro. You you got it. You got the vaccination. I'm happy for you. In the discussion, let these people live, bro. It don't matter now to keep it a buck with you. It really doesn't matter whether you're vaccinated or unvaccinated. It really doesn't matter. If you get it, you get it. You're going to get it. Everybody is going to get this virus at some point in time. Now, you might not you might be asymptomatic to it. You might have a slight cough. And be fine. You might have a high fever and be fine. You might have all the symptoms and can't taste or smell anything, but you're going to get it at some point in time. It's okay. It's called your immune system. It's called that it's supposed to fight what comes into your body so your body knows how to take it. It's just like the flu. It's all it is, people. So, Stephen A., please, for the love of God, stop going at this man, Kyrie Irvin. Because you want him to be vaccinated, nobody else cares. Nobody else cares. That's all I got. I'm just tired of this man. That's it. I'm good. That's my speak, my truth.
1: Goddamn peoples tripping for no goddamn reason. Enjoy life, I man. I just don't like Stephen A. Smith. Period. Bro, ever s- he he does. I think he's always done a whole lot of. He doesn't. He does a whole lot of yelling and not necessarily doesn't make sense, but that's all I got to say. Agreed. Agreed. Like, yeah, he, yeah,
0: all he does is yell. That's why and that is why he's on television because he screams at the camera and he's a yes man. He is a yes man.
1: Simple as that. He don't protect black women. I, I just made that up. I,
0: I, I don't know if I that's true, to say, I, bro, I
1: was about, to, was about to say <laughs> <laughs> but all I know is that all the black women who have been on the first take uh, Show. host chair thing—they've yeah. all like they—they they have never lasted. So oh. Molly's last. La- well, Molly's not. Molly's not. not. Oh, so I, I, shout out to Molly and Jalen. You know, sorry y'all broke up, but.
0: <laughs> I don't like Molly neither, yo. Molly gets on my nerves. I feel like Molly. I feel like Molly. I feel like Molly and 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 Stephen A got something going on. I think. I think that's Ma- why Jalen. I think that's why Jalen broke it off to keep it a buck. Because if you see how Stephen A and and Molly are now, mm, they both okay. were, they both were out together. They both were. I'm not saying they were together or whatever, but I'm just saying Molly and Stephen A. Smith were out from first take the same amount of time and they both came back at the same time.
1: That's all I'm saying. Uh, and all I'm not going to say is this about Molly. I don't know enough about her sports writing career that qualified her for that position. I'm I'm just saying the other people I know, Carrie Champion, when she was there, I knew about her before she was there. Yeah. The other people, I knew about them before they was there. Her,
0: never heard of her a day in my life before. Yeah, neither did
1: I. Neither did I. I'm not saying she's not qualified, but. No, I agree with you. First of all, I think that's a stupid position anyway, and I never understood it why they had to have a female, a pretty, that's a very sexist. That's, you know what, that's my, that's my, that's my speaking Uh truth. uh oh. ESPN ESPN is very sexist. And the way they the way they do stuff let's just take that one show for sexy, there's no need for them to really have a body uh, a mediator right there because they really don't do anything but introduce the topics and it's always the same type. it's always a pretty female or attractive female in that position it's never a male in that position yeah and then they I don't they all the shows that have female leads or strong female leads it gets canned. Or it doesn't or it doesn't last long, mm-hmm. and I can't think of one show that they have where, or it's at a weird time slot, like they have the one for um, not Carrie Champion. I can't think of her name. The other lady right now. It, first of all, it comes on during the daytime and it's on ESPN two. Uh, Paige Paige Still, I think that's her name. I think that's who that is. But it comes on and it's and I, mean, and I can't think of another show where they have a female lead. This honor, this this owner in a primetime spot that has lasted because the mm. I can't think of one. And they did my girl Jamil. And they did my girl Jamil Hill
0: wrong. So. Yeah, they did Jamil Hill wrong because Jamil Hill wasn't taking no BS. But
1: same I thing guess, with Carrie. Same
0: thing with same thing with Carrie Champion though. They weren't those two. No. They weren't taking it. Um. Damn. Now that I think about. I think I don't. I don't know her name. My girl that does. She does NBA Today.
1: At three o'clock, uh, once again, not a primetime show though. That's not a primetime. Yeah, that's at three o'clock in the afternoon. Most people are still at work, work. when yeah. that show comes on.
0: That's true. Damn, mm-hmm. I really, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do some research. I'm gonna look that up. We'll, we'll yeah. discuss. that. is being
1: sexist.
0: Yeah, but if you notice, that's how it is on every show though. Every show, even Fox Undisputed, is a female mediator. Um they're they're everywhere. They're, it's like that. Hmm. But I don't get the purpose of it though. What, what what is the purpose of it? You gotta have it's sports. What listen? What do you guys what do you guys like? What do men like? Sports, cars, and women. You have a female that's up there that's just that's pretty. And like I say, some of these are, are qualified. Like Carrie Champion was qualified, she should have been up there. Cause, cause Carrie Champ. The thing is, you know why? You know why they keep Molly, <laughs> and well, this is why I think they kept they kept Molly and they kept carry off. They kept carry off because he was she was going she would go back and forth with Stephen A. And Stephen A. didn't know how to handle it. You notice Stephen A. is the one that fires these people. Stephen A, you see Stephen A got rid of Max. He fired, he got, he, he didn't fire him from ESPN, but he got him off his show. Why? Because Max Kellerman would go at him and look at him like he was, like he was slow. Like he, that don't even make no sense. Same thing with Kerry Champion, Jamil Hill. See, Molly doesn't do it. Molly might snap at him. But see, if you notice, Stephen A will, if you watch it, Stephen A will say something then Molly will kind of pull back. Or Molly will say something and Stephen A will say something kind of crazy. And you can see them look at look at each other. with They they look at each other. They have this look like like one of those like girlfriend, boyfriend type looks. It's weird. I don't know. It's weird.
1: But the other girl that they had up too, the other girl that they had up there. Uh, God, what was her name? just recently the, the, the she was, she was the, the redhead that they had up there. they got in trouble what's her name oh you talking about uh, Rachel Nichols
0: yeah they had Rachel Nichols
1: Rachel she, Nichols
0: yeah Rachel Nichols was on uh oh and she was on NBA Today and she was on and she was doing NBA uh the NBA games she was the lead on the NBA but she got you know she got fired before um, yeah yeah because of the whole uh Sage still, I think it was, or somebody she was yeah. like, they're only gonna let her go to the, do this game because she's a black
1: woman. Listen. Uh, but but you know the part, but you know the part about it, which two things can be true. But that's but you know that's what I think. she was absolutely right. That's probably the only reason why they did that. She no, was, that was absolutely right. But you don't say that though. You you, you don't, don't say
0: that. You don't say that though. That, that's why they did it of course they that's the, we know exactly why they put her out there but you can't say that because you're white that's why you got fired same thing with um bill michelle bill Be- beetle and i love michelle beetle michelle beetle got fired because and she said this on a podcast she got fired because of lebron james LeBron James Got her fire from ESPN That's why she stopped Working at ESPN Anywho people Look we went on a rant With Speak Your Truth But that's how it is here That's how it is On Slightly Unbothered Podcast Shout out it. to Malika Andrew She's
1: still there But yeah.
0: yeah Shout outs. That's what we do here Sometimes we'll go into a rant We'll just start talking You feel what I'm saying Anywho um, I, I know you gotta shout out Your your nieces Your niece Oh. Go ahead. Happy
1: birthday, Trinity You turned twelve again oh. for the fifth year in a row. There you go. I love you. Uh
0: happy birthday, um my niece, Nick Nick, she just turned 12. Jesus. Didn't
1: your nephew just have a birthday too?
0: No, 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 no. No, no, no. Pop's had a birthday on the thirteenth. Pop's okay. had a birthday on the thirteenth. He hit the big six-o. Um niece nick nick just turned 12 i think i'm in the clearing right now until um till march till march and then that's when we got the, that's when we got uh we got the youngest nephew <laughs> the newest member nephew and mom Anyhow, people the slightly unbothered podcast make sure y'all check us out on all streaming platforms all streaming platforms. I would go look, look, Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, wherever you get your podcasts, listen to us. Uh, make sure you follow Gilly the Analyst on Twitter. Listen, my man be going in, yo. You need to follow him on Twitter. Uh, you can follow me on Dreams in Motion. Listen, and also, we will be back up on YouTube soon. Just working out a few kicks, trying to figure out some things, and... And, 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 we will be doing live. We will be going live soon. So, uh, make sure you, we'll let y'all know all that good stuff. And we might have, we might just have a guest next week. We might have our first guest ever on the show. We might just have that. Anywho, love you guys. Be safe out there. Mask up. Stay safe. Peace.